Thanks for tuning in to the Palm Beach Podcast, a weekly show highlighting people making a positive impact in our community. With your host, Jana Angel. Thank you to our sponsors, Pump House Coffee Roasters, The Lotus Travel Company, Opportunities Self-Serve Beer Hall, and The Bishop's Water Company. Hello, locals. I'm Jana Angel with another episode of the Palm Beach Podcast, and I am so excited to be welcoming a very, very dear friend of mine, Christina Nicholson, who, as you might know, as Christina All Day or the Medium Maven. Christina, I am so excited to have you in my house today. I am. I don't think I've ever been more excited to do a podcast than to do one sitting, not just sitting beside you, because most of the podcasts that I do, it's like over Zoom or Skype, but like just being here in the media zone office, it's freaking beautiful. Which means a lot coming from you because you have seen studios literally all over the nation. I mean, you are the media maven. So I'm very excited to, you know, have you here, be sitting at the same desk. I want to start off talking about just all of the hats that you wear because it's not just one. I I connected with you as Christina all day. That is more like your lifestyle, your no mom guilt brand that you kind of created around your life and your family. But you also have media maven and this big presence on podcast cloud. So how do we dive in and start talking about all the different aspects of Christina? Okay. Um, well, I kind of started wearing a lot of hats because I felt like I was forced to. So I was a TV reporter and anchor for a long time. And then I had a couple of kids and I needed a flexible schedule because I don't have family here. My husband doesn't have family here. He was working in the golf business at the time. So it's like two jobs with two terrible schedules, two little kids. So it's like, I just need a flexible schedule. So I got a job at a PR agency for six months. It was only six months because my boss was terrible. (laughs) I told him he was a sociopath. And after that, I didn't have a job as you might imagine. So then I was like, I have no choice but to do this myself. So I was like, a PR agency. I'll just be a freelancer. I called myself a professional freelancer. Mm -hmm. And I got on Upwork and LinkedIn and I just got clients. And then I was wearing a lot of hats and I was stressed out. I was like a salesperson. I was my own marketing person. I was servicing. I was doing my own books, everything. So like the first two years, I was a miserable human being. I was so stressed out. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And then I hired a business coach and I learned what I didn't know. I slowly started building a team, but it wasn't with the goal of being an agency. It was like, I'm having trouble with this client. So let me bring somebody on to help. And I will pay this person a percentage of what the client pays. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of grew. And that was, that's been, you know, like five years or so now. So that just kind of grew to me growing a team. And I just, my money mindset changed a lot because mm-hmm. at first it was so scary to hire people to give them money because then you're like, well, I have to make money to support my family. Right. What about my money? Like I'm getting yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of why I was like, I don't want to hire full-time people. I want to hire independent contractors so I can pay them a percentage of what each client pays. And people don't want to work full-time anymore. They want want flexibility too. Yes, exactly. So I did that, slowly built the team over time. Christina all day was always there because that's just fun. Like, that doesn't bring in a ton of money. It brings in some stuff here and there. It brings in fun opportunities. That's like the hobby that can be monetized and that's fun. 
So that's what that is. And then Podcast Cloud, which is the software that helps people in PR build pitch lists to get booked on podcasts like this one. So for example, like if you're a Palm Beach business, Mm -hmm. then this podcast is ideal for you to be on. So that just kind of came because it was like a need that I had and other people in PR had. And I waited for three years for somebody to create it. Nobody did. And finally, I was like, You're like well, I'm actually very busy. Like somebody's welcome to come do this. Yes. But like, I'm tired of waiting. Like people in the industry have been asking for something like this for a long time and nobody, nobody did it. So I was just like, well, let me just pay somebody to do this. I'll use it and then I'll market it. Mm-hmm. So yes, I wear a lot of hats, but I don't do all the work all the time. And that's kind of what I want. Like I could do all the work all the time and make a lot more money, but I'm more like, I just want like to do what I want when I want. I'm not a fancy person. I don't need like the fanciest of things. Mm -hmm. So let me just make enough money to live the lifestyle I want. But it's more so just about time. Like money gives you time. I I would agree with that. And over one of our mini lunches and I love our lunches because they're just always fun. There's like French fries and Diet Cokes and Cokes and it's great. And (laughs) it's a very judgment-free, very vocal zone. And it's something that's always just attracted me to you because you are who you are, who you are. And I love everything about that. And I feel like you really encourage other people to do the same through a lot of your platforms. Um, I kind of want to take a step back and talk specifically about Medium Maven because I have actually started your like oh, yeah. no more press release PR yes. process. My media mentoring program. The media mentoring program. Yes. And something that's very interesting and something that literally took me off guard was within the first five minutes, you were like, you know what? Press releases, they suck. Quit using them. We're going to talk about something else. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like you could just see the comment section in her live workshop. Just like, like we've what? been using this for years. What do you mean? What are we going to do? And I thought that the way that you approached me was really so smart because you were the person getting all of these pitches. You were getting all of these press releases. And in a day like today where people are really trying to cut through the noise of social media, of email blast, you know, everyone feels like their product or their brand or their client is special, but it's like, how do you actually get to articulate that? So I thought your media mentoring program was a really great way to really cut through the noise And you actually shared pitches of like, hey, here's exactly how I got this person here and this person here and this person here. How did you feel about, you know, creating that and like, where can people learn more about it? Because I think it's something that's really useful. I mean, and for me, I have been in this industry, like I've, I get the email blast too. And there are these 10 paragraph long things. And I'm like, what kind of time do people think I have? Like, (laughs) I love it. I'm excited. But like, what do you need from me? And when do you need it? Like, yeah, exactly. get get, get to the point. (laughs) I think so. The media mentoring program came about because a bunch of people were messaging me like, I want to hire a PR agency because I want exposure, but I don't have the budget. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was like, well, let me just tell you what to do. And I'll just tell you what we do for clients and you can just do it. And if you have any questions, let me know type of thing. So I think there's a couple of things. One, there are so many people in business who hold stuff back. They think everything they do every day is like a big freaking secret. And they're afraid that if they tell other people, then they're going to be better than them. And I just, one, I don't think that's true. Two, I don't, I don't really believe in competition. Like, yes, there's competition, but it's like, if you view your competition as a collaborator, you are going to get more business. Like every single time I have collaborated with somebody that another person would consider my competition, it's come back to help me. And even if it hasn't come back to help me, whatever, I helped you. I'm going to send you a client because I have a conflict of interest or it's not a fit for me for one reason or the other. So 
I'm not shy about like sharing things. Like I do, like you said, I share exact pitches. Like, yeah, this is what I sent to get a client coverage. Like, how does it hurt anybody for me to share that? Like it only helps people. So that's kind of why I created it just because people wanted to know that info. And then the other reason is because I, I feel like so many people in PR, they come from a PR background and PR experience. And it's like everything I do comes from being in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact, not one person in a newsroom wants to read your long, boring press release. <laughs> like they just don't. They're so busy. They're doing other things. So that's when it was like, just instead write five sentences of why we should care and how you can make it easy mm -hmm. for us to do the story. Like that's it, really. Yeah. That's all you need. And then people, you know, they're so overly promotional because they want, obviously they want the promotion, but it can't be so freaking obvious about it because right. it doesn't work that way. It's like meeting somebody and saying, hey, you want to marry me? Well, you got to go on a date first. <laughs> like you have to, you have to remember the media doesn't owe you anything. Mm -hmm. Like it's it, like, I'm so grateful that you invited me to be on your podcast. Like it's not like, I don't feel entitled to be here. And there's so many people that when they try to get media exposure, they act like they're earned it and they're, they're deserving of it. And like, you should be happy to have me here. Like right. it's so ridiculous. So I just kind of bust through all the BS mm -hmm. in the course. And that's how really we operate the agency too. And which we, is comical because you literally tell people like not to hire you as an agency. I've never heard something so hilarious <laughs> well, on a, some people on a, on a live shop. She's like, honestly do the class and then maybe hire me. But if not, don't hire me. Like it was the most, yeah, most honest, like just direct, like, you know, I've, I've done plenty of classes cause I love to learn. I love continuing education, but a lot of times, like I can literally see them just reading their script off to the side. Like, you know, their ants, you know, they're not genuine answers, but you know, you were literally responding to as many people as you could in the comment box when it was time for Q and a. And even I was up in there, I was like, Hey, if I'm trying to, <laughs> and she's like, Jana, what are you doing here? I'm like, Jana, I know you. We'll talk about this okay. at lunch. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was, it was so refreshing and exciting to see you saying, this is the email I sent to this person. This is how I did it. This is how yeah. I did it. And like, honestly, if you don't need this, then you don't need it. Like what you do need is this. And it was just very articulate and very open. And I feel like you, whether it's media maven, whether it's podcast out, whether it is Christina all day, that always shines through with you. And that's something that I just feel like is really badass. I think you're badass. Just but trying I to be think, like you. I think, you know where taller. that comes from? Just taller. A lot. It's just like a, a light, like a taller version. But taller. Um, you know where else that comes from? When I started my business, I would take anybody and anybody. And it's like, what are you willing to pay? 2000 a month? Got you. And now that I have a team, I cannot do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because there are people on my team that I pay that don't get a percentage of what the client pays. They just get a flat rate every month. Mm -hmm. So I can't just take anybody. And honestly, some businesses, they're just too small for PR. Like some of the clients we have, they're bigger. It, I'm talking about like um, Eyeglass World, National Vision, DiscountGlasses.com, Midas, Tire Kingdom. Like they have PR budgets. If you don't have a PR budget, then you have to spend time doing this. And I don't want to bring somebody on because I have before. I brought clients on and, you know, they're paying the, the lowest they can possibly pay. And then they're like every day in our inbox, like, well, when are we going to get sales? When are we going to get sales? And it's like, okay, well, first of all, we don't do sales. Like we're marketing. We do PR. We get you out there. We get you known, liked, and trusted. That's step one. Step two is sales. But like if your sales funnel is crap, if nobody's answering your phones, if your website looks like garbage, that's mm -hmm. out of our control. Right. So like we help your sales team. We're not your sales team. And I just didn't want to deal with that because that is very stressful for me and the team. Mm -hmm. 
So that's like, if you're at that point, you need to learn how to do this yourself. But if you are a big enough brand where you have a budget for PR, then we're happy to help you. I always call like those kinds of situations like last ditch dollars. I would never encourage somebody to think that like one website rebrand, one month with a PR agency, one video, nothing is going to save whatever is happening. Like businesses, you know, and we, we get a lot of those calls too at media zone and people are like, you know, we think this one video is going to be like, what does it? Everyone's like, I want a viral video. Yeah. Who like, doesn't? It's not that easy. People same. You know what? Like, the only one I've had so far is me getting tasered. So that's <laughs> her getting tasered. I had to get shot with a taser to go viral that one so time. So if you want to go viral, <laughs> just, just so you know, you got to get shot with the taser. You no, know, but I mean, it's, it's, it's always one of those, one of those things where you have to go through the process of this conversation. And like, all of these things are additives, like all of these things are steps, but like being somebody, and I'm sure you can attest to this, who has started her own business, who has stepped into a partnership and there are different levels of that business operation. Like you have to make sure that your ground floor is solid, that you know, your offerings, you know what they're going to be worth, you know what they're going to be charged. And then that's when you step into, okay, now we're going to promote, like you said, like known and trusted. Now we're going to do video. Like there are steps that you want to make sure that you follow so that you are not taking the last, you know, $1,500 and you're like, you know, Christina Jana, make me a video so that I'll be famous and we'll be fine. Like don't make it, don't make PR, don't make content, like your last ditch dollars. You want to make sure that your business is safe and secure. I think before you take that step, would you agree? Yeah. And it's not just a one and done. You have to be consistent. You can't just make Thank you say it one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just make one video and be like, Ooh, I'm done. That's going to work. Like I've had, um, I've had people say, okay, well, that worked really well for six months. We got a whole bunch of attention. We don't need you anymore. And then three months later, they come back. They're like, oh my God, it stopped. I'm like, oh my God, why do you think that happened? <laughs> like you have to keep doing these things because I mean, I've seen people like just these idiots on the internet. They will be like, ooh, I'm in Forbes. I'm like going to start my speaking career now. You know how many people are in Forbes every day? Two minutes later, you're forgotten about. You need to go on to the next. You have to be consistent. So I think people are just so freaking impatient. And you know mm-hmm. why? I honestly think people want success super fast. Yeah. So they can post it on the internet and impress strangers, which is beyond. I mean, listen, I have a real love hate, you know, relationship with social media because basically I have to post a picture every day and just like hope the strangers in the ether like it. You're so you know? good at that. I'm like, but, but it's like, I don't know that I would do that if it wasn't, you know, when people go to book us, if they weren't looking to see like, oh, well, what's Jana's kind of following? I want her to host a segment. What's her following look like? Mm-hmm. It's now attached to professional element that I have to provide. Yes. You're not is... doing it to look for a self-esteem boost. <laughs> Listen, I mean, that's what I'm for. Like, and it, I mean, and it certainly helps, but at the same time, like I've caught myself in that, you know, that rut of like, you posted the wrong time of day. And so it's dead, you know, or something I like hate that. that where it's like, Oh, you know, normally you're getting this engagement or that engagement. And then all of a sudden one's just like dead in the water and you're like, but it was cute. And I liked it. And I'm sad. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I turned my likes off for that reason. That's smart. I, not only did I turn my likes off for that reason, but I stopped posting on Instagram specifically about work stuff. Like very rarely will you see me promote Media Maven or Podcast Cloud or anything. Yeah, I don't really see it. Sometimes I put it in my stories if mm-hmm. I'm feeling it, but I want Instagram to be fun. So I'm going to tell you what I'm reading. I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my lunch with Jana. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Just because I found myself being like, 
concerned about that stuff. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, that stuff's out of your control. Yeah. And I'm friends with so many people who make a living being, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram influencers and they stress out about that. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to keep it fun. I'll build my business on LinkedIn. I'll be mm-hmm. a guest on podcasts. I'll do these other things, but I wanted to keep Instagram fun. So it, it can be like so helpful, but I feel like if people don't go into it with the right mindset mm-hmm. and more, I guess, more of a laid back mindset, right. then they're going to drive themselves nuts. Yeah. I mean, but you're right. We, we are impatient. I mean, I know that I always want my business to be where we would be five years from now. Like I, you know, un- unfortunately that's just my personality, yeah. but we were having this conversation one day at lunch and you talked about the specific kind of art of fun that you yes. are exploring, especially in this, I like, read. this like hustle girl <laughs> culture. Like, you know, we're trying to, I feel like anti-hustle. So can you talk to me just about how you have stepped into that art of fun and like your yes. fun activity that you've actually started incorporating besides all of your, yes, your lovely books? that I quit doing that I have to take again. <laughs> Jana, thanks for bringing it up, calling <laughs> me out. out. She exes, she's accidentally calling me out. No, don't cut, <laughs> leave it. Um, so I read this book called The Power of Fun. And it was like, so me and you, mm-hmm. when it's like every day before you do something, you're like, well, is this going to be productive? Is this going to get me further? Right. You don't just do things anymore for the sake of fun. So I told you I was going to start taking violin lessons, which I did for a month. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun for a month. Cool. We've no, moved on. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. But I, I just don't think my teacher was great at the violin, but I don't think he was a great teacher of the violin. So I stopped going after a month. But I think I know enough to like do it myself. Like, mm-hmm. honey, there is everything on YouTube. Yeah. I just need to take the time. It's so hard to do things like at your home. When you have an appointment outside your home, it's easier to do. Mm-hmm. But when it's like, oh, let me just practice my violin. It's like, okay, I have to put it in my calendar. Right. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. That's what that's, that's the goal here. I'm going to put it in my calendar like once, twice a week. To you can come to media zone and play your violin here. Oh my God. On the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> So that's like the fun thing. Mm-hmm. Another fun thing that I just started. And okay. I think like for us, business is fun. Mm-hmm. So I started an Etsy store. I just did this this last weekend. Good. I opened it because I love t-shirts with words on Me them. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to like hop in Canva because Canva is so fun. And I'm going to create like all of these designs and I'm going to just sell t-shirts in my Etsy store. Yes. So normally, and I thought about doing this and I had a couple calls with people. It was, I would be like, let me buy a course on how to master Etsy and Etsy SEO and then do it. But I'm like, nope, I'm just going to do it for fun. And then maybe in a few months when I've sold two shirts, mm-hmm. I will venture out and maybe turn it into more of a business. But now it's fun. So I think, you know, instead of always trying to be productive or efficient, just say, screw this and have fun. And then another thing, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I heard it once and I've been reminding myself of this for years. Everybody's so invested in getting to the end goal, whether it be making this much money or growing, you know, this much, whatever it is, but you spend most of your time in the process of doing that. So you have to enjoy the process. Like on a daily basis, are you having fun? No. Then what can you do to have more fun? What can you do to take the stress out? And I think just changing your mindset of what you're doing and how you're doing it, then you're going to enjoy the process. And when you hit the goal, you're not just going to move the goalpost. You're going to actually like take time to celebrate it and chill and have enjoy. Yeah. Because yeah, so many people, they stress out about stuff. Like for me, this is super fun because I get to come and see you at work. I know. This is really fun. This is really fun. Like the most fun podcast ever. And we're going to do lunch <laughs> after Mexican. Right. I'm people. so excited. 
Yeah. It's, this is fun. Um, but there are some things, you know, like I used to hate sales calls. Mm-hmm. So I would hire salespeople and I didn't have the best of luck just because I think as a business owner, you are your best salesperson. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to take that off my plate. I still do, but I'm still struggling finding a good person. But like, I just had a couple, um, this week and I was like, I'm not going to stress about making the sale. Like if I make it great, if I don't, I don't, you know, there's more people. And I had so much fun on this calls, just getting to know these people and their goals yeah. and really just like shooting the shit. And one of them was like, okay, good. You're hired. Like right on the call. So I think if you just try to have more fun with what you're doing, mm-hmm. maybe you'll hit your goal faster. Maybe it'll be, you know, better when you do. I don't know. But if you spend 95% of your time in the process, you have to enjoy it. Like think of all these freaking rich people who are miserable. <laughs> and then there's poor people who are super happy just because they enjoy what they do. You know, I'm I mean, going off on a tangent. I was like, no, I, I listen, I love your tangent. And this was really just a selfish booking because I just get to spend more time with you <laughs> and you just get to like pop talk me into next and, week. And fun fact, I told Jana already, I'm going to come back. I'm going to use your studio to put you on my podcast. You got it. Just because I want to hang out with her. Because like I said, I do all my podcasts just like over the internet. Yeah. I like this in-person situation. This is fine. Yeah. We definitely have like, we have energy when we're in a space. Yes. Yes. Whether the server is excited to see us or not. Oh my God. <laughs> Screw the servers. I feel like <laughs> we're always very excited to be wherever we are. And they're like, this you guys lot. just shotgun Red Bulls. And then like, Jana walks in. in. You guys, let me tell you. When Jana walks in a room, everybody stops and stares. For so many reasons. One, she's a smoke show. So let's get that out of the way. It's a good thing that there's video along with this podcast so y'all can see. Smoke show. Second reason, she's tall AF. And like when I go in with her, I feel like a little child. It's a little embarrassing. Like when we take pictures together, it's like, okay, we need to figure this out where I don't look like I'm being cropped out of the photo. But Jana's a showstopper. Side note. Like it, it's, it always does like crack me up because people... You do. Do you notice people staring at you everywhere you go? That's got to be uncomfortable. I don't I don't really notice as much like I think oh, I've taken. Sorry for telling you. Like, no, no, no. I've taken <laughs> I've taken more notice now, really, just so that I have things to talk about on Too Tall to Handle. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's like when people my favorite is just when they leave their sound on and they're taking pictures of me or like the clink comes on when they're trying to video me. And I'm like, OK, that's weird. <laughs> that's that's next level than just looking at you because you're a tall, beautiful woman and you look like a model <laughs> taking pictures and video. I'd be like, well, dude, what you doing with that? That's weird. I'm always just like, I'd like a cut. Like I just, as long as I get a percentage, just tag, me. <laughs> tag, <laughs> tag me, but I mean, you know, just kind of, you know, going back to like our daily lives. And like you said, enjoying, um, you know, that is something that's like super fun is that I have people in the community that I've gotten to grow with that I can go hang out with because like it's, do it's, have fun. it's tough to, but it's tough to find your tribe and it's tough yeah. to find people that you feel like you can be super just genuine with. Yeah. And like, I'm so happy that like, I did find someone like you who really like, I was excited to talk about too, because you are still hosting. Like you do have your yeah. PR agency, you have podcast out, you have all of these things that you know, or like multifaceted passions, what I'm hearing more and more about. Cause I think we were all focused on what's the one thing you want to do. And you were like, screw that. Like I'm going to do the things I want to do. Yeah. When and I, I think, want to do them. And I'm a little crazy about my Google calendar. I'm very like mindful of time management. Like mm-hmm. everybody says, how do you read so many books with all you do? Well, like I drove 40 minutes here and I listened to a book the mm-hmm. whole way. So like you just have to be good at time management. If you have like a lot of passions, like another thing I was thinking about on the way here was, um, 
like I want to invest in real estate. I want to have an Airbnb and I want to make it like totally Instagrammable. Yeah. But I don't want to do it so much where we live because it's like super expensive. So I'm thinking like north of here, Mm -hmm. but like coming over the bridge, I'm like, oh, this would be a good spot. Yes. So like I'm always thinking of like the next thing, but I think that's just because like business is Mm -hmm. fun. And it's not, I mean, obviously, you know, making money is nice, but I think, you know, like you, we're the same and we like to learn. We like to learn new things. So it's like, why not do this? Plus, in my mind, I am Joanna Gaines and I am an HGTV yes. star. So I need a home to make like an Instagramable Airbnb. I love that for you. <laughs> love that journey for me. <laughs> so where can we keep up with all things Christina Nicholson, Media oh, Maven, oh. Christina All Day? Where's the best place to keep up with you and everything that's coming next for you and in your team? All of the places. You can find me on Instagram at Christina All Day. I just posted some lovely stories of my friend Jana and I there. Um, you can find me on Twitter there. Um, podcast Clout is podcastclout.com. Christina All Day is christinaallday.com. And Media Maven is mediamavenandmore.com. And if you want to see um, that masterclass that Jana was talking about where I was answering all the questions and I was like, no, with the press releases, um, you can see that anytime at earnmedianow.com. Oh, perfect. I'll make sure that you guys have the link and I'll, I'll drop it in the, in the section below. Yeah. Show notes are the best. Right. Show notes are the best. <laughs> Well, my friend, thank you so much. We have a date with some sangria, so we've got a scoop. (laughs) And nachos. (laughs) Love you, locals. I'm Jana Angel. We'll see you next time on the Palm Beach Podcast.